everybody, what's up? It's Chase. Today's micro show is an exciting one for me because it's something I've been mulling over for, let's call it a year, maybe more. And the, the ideas have just sort of galvanized for me and I wanted to share them with you. I would call this still early in my process, but I think I'm going to do more here, but I wanted to get you in the loop. And the thing that I've been mulling over is remembering when we were kids, what would we do when we were kids? We would just mess around with stuff. Remember? Well, what I think this is, is as adults, we have forgotten and it's time for us now to remember the lost art of tinkering. Now, I've always been about experimentation. You know that about me. And most of the things that I've built over time, whether these are companies or books or documentary films, they've all began, as I traced their roots, they've all begun with tinkering. It was a strange realization. It was, it was a realization that hit me like a hammer when I finally stumbled on it. All of the most fun projects, the most fulfilling and rewarding projects in my professional career had begun simply as explorations. Just as an example, let's go back to that very first camera that the iPhone came out with, right? That was a two megapixel camera, right? And certainly at the time, and I would say probably in some real way, it wasn't actually something to be taken seriously in terms of a camera. And I thought back to the feelings that I had then and realized that people were making fun of me. You know, I was walking around with a hundred thousand dollar Hasselblad, but people were making fun of me because I took a passion for using this camera, this two megapixel camera. I mean, after all, what pro photographer uses a two megapixel camera? And I remember thinking at the time that they're right. And I also remember thinking that, you know, that makes this feeling, this process, this experimentation, it's sort of, it's a self-referential validation, right? Because I'm tinkering and I'm doing so with a very low weight uh, camera that can't be taken seriously. Therefore, I don't have to take my work seriously. And yet, I remember loving that freedom. And it was that freedom and that joy, that play that actually turned into a huge company, right? It was the app of the year on the Apple platform a couple years later when I created best camera app. I loved the freedom of always having a camera with me to capture random moments that I would otherwise not have bothered dragging my, you know, big Hasselblad or even just a DSLR around with me, right? This was about the joy of creation. It was about connecting with that raw, unfiltered freedom that comes when you're just playing around. And therein lies the point, right? This is my rediscovering of the lost art of tinkering in this modern age. Now, I get it, right? We're, we're, we're grown up. We've got jobs or families, responsibilities, and a, a never-ending to-do list if your life is anything like mine. But there's a nugget of wisdom in this, and that is that some of the best things that I've ever created and some of the things that you, the best things that you will have ever created, the things that you will be genuinely the most proud of looking back will have started with tinkering. I'm willing to go on the record and say that boldly and proudly. Well, let's dive a little deeper. Why is this tinkering stuff a big deal? Why does it matter? Couple thoughts. It matters because what it really is, is innovation through experimentation. 
without the drama, right? You know, history is chock full of folks who were big on tinkering. Leonardo da Vinci, uh, of course, right? He's got countless hours of playing around. And obviously, looking back at da Vinci, he had insane numbers of invention, right? Uh, absolutely mind-boggling stuff. The same could be said with Einstein. This is groundbreaking stuff, and it started with tinkering. Other thoughts. Why is this a big deal? Because you're actually developing skills in the process. My own experimentation with the iPhone when it was two megapixels helped me think more about framing, more about composition, and doing so very quickly. Not that I was slow before, but when I was able to take a lot of pictures with relatively no um, cost to those pictures. And when a digital camera was invented, that was one thing. And yet when I had it in my in my pocket, right, this is how I sort of popularized the phrase, the best camera is the one that's with you, because I was able to just grab these little moments that I was missing before. I could do so quickly. I could do so in an experimental fashion that came at no cost and allowed me to play, right? Tinkering is, it's like a gym for your brain. You start to flex muscles problem-solving muscles in a different way than you have before. That was new and interesting to me with this particular camera, with this two-megapixel camera. And you know what? I got better over time, and I got better quickly, specifically because there was low risk and high volume. That is a benefit of tinkering. Trust me, the more you tinker, the sharper you will get. This is actually the process of developing skills. Another thing that I would say is a value associated with tinkering is a break in the typical, a break in the monotony of what you were doing before. If you have ever felt like you're stuck in a rut, tinkering is a very powerful antidote to this. It's like a breath of fresh air, right? It's a chance to reignite a spark. You know what else it does? Tinkering builds resilience. Because here's the thing, when you're tinkering, you're definitely going to make mistakes. But because you have categorized this as tinkering, as play, those mistakes, they start to feel less important. And in doing so, you become more calloused, more careful, more calloused to the notion that I've got to do something valuable and more carefree with your willingness to make mistakes, right? Each stumble, each little mistake, it becomes more a part of the journey if you have categorized what you're doing as tinkering. You've released yourself from some end game, some outcome-oriented mental model. And in doing so, you become stronger. So today's micro show is a question, like most of my micro shows, and it is what is stopping us from tinkering? I'll tell you what, I have completely shifted gears. And as many of you know, I have essentially transformed what was historically my photo studio into a lab. Right? I'm tinkering all the time. It is, it's a shared workspace where I've, I've brought in a half a dozen friends who are working on interesting things. And you know what? We're all tinkering. We've got documentary films in production. We're working on books. We've got, we're playing with data in sports and analytics. We're, we're really experimenting. This is my thinking to share with you. Why aren't you tinkering like this? Now I'm talking about it like I'm you know, 10 years into having discovered this when I'm really only concretely a year in. But I'm telling you, I see the value, right? We can take a hint from education here. And, and this reminds me of the creativity guru. And you, you've probably seen this TED Talk. It's one of the most, you know, seen of all times by Sir Ken 
Robinson. I had his daughter on the podcast. She was incredible. Kate Robinson. That's a great podcast episode, by the way, with, with Kate Robinson. Um, but her, her father, Sir Ken, said it really simply in his TED Talk. He said, we are educating people out of their creativity, right? He understood that traditional education had us chasing, quote, right answers. But were those answers really right? What about growth? What about development? What about experimentation? That is asking real questions. That underpins this natural gift, this natural creative gift that we have. It underpins our curiosity and tinkering is the solution. So like all micro shows, I try and have a section that is dedicated to something very practical. So this is a short list of things that I think you ought to think of this week and in the coming weeks to bring more tinkering, the, I'll call it the art of tinkering, back into your life. These are things that I have adopted over the past year as this concept has intrigued me more and more. I feel like they were all effective for me. What's one of the reasons I'm sharing them with you? Some or all may work, but the most important part is that you actually dedicate a little effort here. And number one on my list is to actually dedicate what I call tinker time. And this is just a couple hours a week. Have no goal, have no expectation for this time. Just let your mind, your heart wander. Just you and whatever project catches your fancy. It could be a DIY project in the yard. It could be uh, some new prose that you're working on. It can be anything, a new recipe in the kitchen, a puzzle. I don't actually care what it is. Just allow yourself time to creatively play around with no end game in mind. This is very hard for someone who has been trained like we all have around being productive. I'm suggesting that play and tinkering may actually be more valuable than productivity, especially early on when we're working through new ideas, new experiments. Remember, dedicate some tinker time, a few hours this week. Seemingly unrelated, but it's kissing cousin is, how about we embrace some digital detox? I call this number two in this list. My tinkering involves putting away my phone. That's right. Close the laptop, disconnect, from the digital world for this tinker time. Sounds risky. I'm sure your heart is beating a little faster right now. This is that terrible drug that we've been connected with, this dopamine that we have been trained with. Let it go for two hours, for three hours during this tinker time. Remember those old school model kits that used to get like gluing little pieces of plastic together or snapping Legos together? Clay modeling, remember that's more what I'm thinking about than messing around with your phone. Tinker time, a project in the garden, in the kitchen, in your lab, in your garage, do that. Old school, skip the digital. Number three in my list, my short list here of practical things, try joining a workshop. Try learning something new. There are all kinds of workshops out there, whether they're in person or uh, on the internet. I, I do understand that I've asked you to take a digital de digital detox. And, and so my preference would be for you to take a class in person. But whatever you must do, tinker in a workshop. Poster design, pottery, woodworking. Again, no goal, no purpose. Learn a skill, reacquaint with the skill you used to have. So sign up. Not only will you learn something new, but I'm guessing you will meet a couple of other like-minded tinkerers, which in the big scheme, you know how I advocate building community. 
building a community of other tinkerers, people who are ideating and people who are getting back to the roots of creativity away from this sort of digital universe, I bet those are some good people. Here's another one. The next time you travel, whether this is on a road trip or a vacation, travel with a tinkerer's mindset, right? When you're on a trip, what if you ratcheted back the itinerary just a little bit? What if you made what I would call coffee shop time? Time to explore, to sit quietly, to wander without a map or get lost. I just got a text from my parents. They are traveling in Europe at the moment. And they shared this wonderful little anecdote about they had an agenda and their agenda was interrupted due to the weather. There were some high winds. They wanted to do something that was on the water. And so miraculously, they were left with two days because this was a wind warning. It was going to be windy for two days. They had two days of unexpected free time. Now, if you're on vacation and you've got a, a rigid agenda that all of a sudden doesn't seem like a good thing, right? It's a bad thing because you were going to do this and this and this. It was such a treat to hear from my parents that they had decided to just relax a little bit, just to wander, right? The, the last part of the text was, it's sunny and 80, so how bad can it be? Now, I think you will be surprised if you allow on your travels some tinker time. Number five in my list of practical things to share with you, I have started doing this and this is journaling along my adventure of tinkering. I'm taking notes about things that I'm doing such that a, a while ago, I would say maybe three or four months ago, I was like, oh man, I'm kind of stuck. Like I, I'm losing this tinkering mindset. I was able to go back and this was, be, I mean, early in this journal process and I was just able to go back and read a few things like, oh man, and reading those things, reflecting on my journal entry from a couple months ago gave me a, uh, a little, I would say like a restart down a path that I had thought about a couple months ago and subsequently forgotten about. I think there's a lot of value in taking notes and journaling around those things on which you're tinkering. The successes, the failures, those eureka moments, just make some notes so that you can later reflect on them. I did this and it was insanely effective. Number six in my list of practical stuff you can employ to motivate to drive yourself to tinker more. And this is tinker with a friend, call it collaborate, right? Two heads or three heads are often better than one. What if you team up with a friend, you challenge one another around some idea in your garage with your woodworking tools, you know, in front of the, you know, you get a guitar and a drum set. Tinkering can actually be more fun. This is called jamming in music, right? What if you jammed with a friend with no end in mind? I think you would you'd feel pretty good. Honestly, this is another way that supercharged my individual tinkering was to do so with a couple of buddies. I got together. I mentioned that I'm working on some sports analytics. We started experimenting with the sports and seeing what the computer feedback was. And it made us, we ended up laughing so hard and sharing so many different ideas that we wouldn't have otherwise if we were solo tinkering in a garage. The laughter led to other experiments and the other experiments led to interesting breakthroughs. In short, it was this collaboration that elevated my tinkering. Lastly is diving into education can itself be a tinkering, right? Books, documentaries, these can be valuable to motivate, to inspire, to even learn in this process of tinkering. 
whether these are books and books about inventors or creators or innovators. If there's a way to follow some instructions via a book, via a how-to uh, manual or something, this can be helpful, right? It can guide you. These are instructions when you're working on those little models that I was referencing earlier, or you're building Legos, right? There is a blueprint. There, there often are instructions, and that's not a bad thing to follow that because that can get you going. Education, educating yourself on new things or things that are interesting to you can be part of tinkering. All right, so there's seven things. I hope that you can adopt one, two, three, or four, maybe all seven, but some number of these things into this week. Now, before I sign off, that's the challenge. Set aside tinker time sometime over the next week or two. Dive into something new without goals, without expectations, just pureful, joyful exploration with no end in mind. Who knows? You might just stumble on your next big thing. Stay curious, and until next time, I bid you adieu. All right. Hey, before you go, thanks so much for listening. And if you got value from this show, chances are your community will too, right? In the particular lies the universal. Please share this link to the show with a friend or mention the show on social. That is a huge benefit for us in hopefully in exchange for providing value to you. I want you to know that I really appreciate your time, the attention, anything that you give to the show and the questions that you ask our guests, either on social media or through my text community, all of that is pure gold. This community, like any community, is a testament to that old phrase, a rising tide floats all boats. And by elevating one another, by sharing and resharing this show, the tidbits that you learn and the experiences you take away, all of that has a collective, massive, positive impact on the world. So just a quick thank you. I appreciate all the effort you put into sharing this show. All right, that's a wrap. Let's put today's episode into practice and get back to growing together. <music>